Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hey everyone and welcome back. Today I'm joined with my lovely hypnotherapist Lily. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited to chat because we had a really good session yesterday. I had my first hypnotherapy session and It was honestly amazing and not what I expected, but like in a really, really good way. So I'm excited to talk about my session and hear about your journey and just what hypnotherapy is, because I feel like a lot of people don't fully understand what it is. Yeah, I'm so excited. And yeah, you had such a great session. And that's, yeah, that's the thing that I'm really excited to do is just to make it mainstream. And like you said, like it didn't go how you expected it to go, but it went really well. That's just really what I want to get out to everyone. Exactly. And you were just so amazing to talk to as well. And just, I don't know, I feel like you just made me feel very at ease. So I would love for the viewers to go and check you out if they're interested in hypnotherapy, because honestly, Lily is amazing. Oh, thank you so much. So before we get into chatting all about hypnotherapy, I wanted to ask what's been inspiring you lately. So I ask all of my podcast guests this just because it is the Inspired Mind podcast. So it can be absolutely anything. I suppose I get my inspiration from lots of different places but I'm such a huge podcast fan. Yeah, if I'm driving in the car, if I'm walking, anything, I've always got a podcast on. Who do you listen to? The one that I probably get the most inspiration from is A Life of Greatness. I think it's with Sarah Grinsberg and she just talks to, you know, lots of different inspiring people with lots of different opinions and thoughts. And it's, yeah, it's such a good one. And then I also listen to the Lady Startups one. It's really good because it's just, you know, all about women in business and how they start 
started up their business. But yeah, I get a lot of inspiration from that, especially at the moment while I'm trying to, you know, build my business and everything. Yeah, I was going to say it'd be perfect for you at the moment because obviously you've just started your own business. How's that going? It's going really well. It's definitely very nerve wracking and it's hard to put yourself out there because I'm not used to that. I suppose you're more used to that because, you know, that's your job and you put yourself out there every day. For me, it's, yeah, it's definitely vulnerable, but I'm, I am loving it. It's so good. And just seeing, you know, clients' transformations and how they're going is just, mm-hmm. yeah, it's the best. I'm loving it. I feel like you're doing a really good job as well. I was watching your, I think it was the IGTV posted just before on confidence and it was so good. So I feel like you guys should go and check out her Instagram because even if you don't have a hypnotherapy session, just there's lots of little nuggets of wisdom on there. So Yeah, you're putting out really good content. Thank you. So tell us about who you are and what you do, just like everything about you. Yeah. So I'm 24. I live on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland. I grew up here. And yeah, I've just started my hypnotherapy business. I was at uni. I was studying psychology and business for a while. And then I, yeah, deferred that. I went traveling and then started studying rapid transformational therapy, which is the type of hypnotherapy that I practice. And yeah, I kind of just spend my days... You know, working on that at the moment, I live with my boyfriend, so we get up, we go surfing, we go running, we, you know, do whatever, and um, then, yeah, I spend my days just kind of trying to build, build my business, reach out to clients. I'm sure your degree that you did as well, like business, would have really, really helped, and psychology. After I deferred, actually, I went and did a TAFE course on, yeah. it was just small business, and I think it was like six months, it was a fast-tracked one. And it was so good. It just really kind of gave you the actual steps of this is how you actually open your business. This is how you start a small business. Oh, okay. So that was for business, not hypnotherapy, the short course? Yeah, yeah, just for just straight business. Um, and that was oh, wow. so helpful, yeah. Did you know when you were at uni that you wanted to do hypnotherapy? Or was it one of those things that you figured out as you went along? I never really knew what I wanted to do, like in in school or whatever. I just always knew that I wanted to help people and I didn't know how to do that. And I suppose psychology was the one thing that I knew, you know, within society that, yeah, you can help people that way. And then when I discovered hypnotherapy and I'd seen psychologists in the past for an eating disorder and I found that, you know, it was great and it was so good to go and talk to someone every week. And so that was really helpful, but I found that hypnotherapy Yeah, it just helped me so much. I loved it. Did you? Yeah, I really loved it. I think it's so good. Obviously, there's a place for psychologists and all sorts of industries, but it was completely different because you got me in a very relaxed state and I was sitting there with my eyes closed and I feel like I was probably opening up more than maybe I would if I was maybe awake and alert with my eyes open. Well, I was awake, you know what I mean, with my eyes open. Yeah, I just felt very relaxed. It just takes those barriers down and it just really enables you to open up and just get to the, yeah, the core of the issue much more quickly. Because, yeah, I find that a lot of people that come to me have had the same sort of journey as me, whether it's an eating disorder or whatever it is, where they go and they, you know, they're trying things and they're going to a psychologist or whatever every week for, you know, years maybe. Mm-hmm. And they just never get to the core of it. And so I find that a lot of people come to me when they're like, I'm just so ready to get this issue out of my life, which is, you know, sometimes great. Like I wish it didn't take people that long to, you know, get to that point. But it's it is good because at that stage, they're like, I'm just so ready 
and they're so committed mm-hmm. to it, which is awesome. Yeah. And you can make changes so fast with it. That's the thing that's so cool. Like yesterday I had my first session, like I was saying before, and we just learned so much and made so many connections. And I feel like that's the cool thing about it is like you just realize so much and then you're able to heal those things from the past that have been affecting you. Yeah. And just bringing that awareness to it. Like obviously within yeah. the session, we, you know, change your beliefs and see it from a different perspective and whatnot, but it's also just bringing that awareness for you to know, oh yeah, that's, exactly. that's why that happened. And this is that connection and that link. Yeah. yeah it just brings a lot exactly. of awareness to it. Well, I feel like we should probably talk about what hypnotherapy is because I know that some of my audience doesn't know what it is. So would you mind explaining what hypnotherapy is? Yeah, absolutely. And I don't blame people for not knowing exactly what it is because I suppose through the media and movies and everything, it makes it seem like it's you know, something that like, I can make you do the chicken dance or I can make you do, you know, what, you know, I can make you do whatever I want to make you do, but that's so not the case. And using hypnotherapy as a therapy is so incredibly effective. So essentially what it is, is getting you into that really relaxed state. So when you're in hypnosis, you're not you know, out of it, you're completely aware um, the whole time, just in a really relaxed sort of meditative state. And then from there, so you come to me with an issue. So say you came to me with anxiety. When you're in that relaxed state, your conscious thinking mind that I suppose developed the issue is able to just sort of step to the side and your subconscious mind is able to come to the surface. And then from there, we're able to access some memories and some things that have really impacted you that have caused the anxiety. And then from there in a hypnotic state, it's so powerful to revisit those memories and scenes and really change how you view them, change your whole perspective on them, completely reframe them and change your beliefs about it. Yeah. And then from there, there's a few different sort of tools and techniques we do to change your beliefs around the whole scenes and the memories and everything. And then I create a recording for you. And that's just filled with this reframe, this change of perspective, these new beliefs that, you know, exactly how you want to feel. And before the session, I actually get um, my clients to write me just a small little paragraph about exactly how they want to be feeling, just like you did. So I want to be feeling this way. I want to be doing this. This is how I want my life to look. And then in the session and in the recording, I just fill you up with all those things. The recording was so, so good as well. I've always loved listening to things like affirmations, but this was like personalized affirmations to me. Yeah. And then listening to that for 21 days after the session, it just creates this new neural pathways that um changes you know your belief system and how you feel about yourself and how you approach life just has such a powerful effect and I can imagine like it would have a powerful effect quite quickly but the more sessions you would do the better really yeah so with rapid transformational therapy it's a different form of hypnotherapy so it's a hybrid of CBT so cognitive behavioral therapy psychotherapy and hypnosis so we combine all those things in the session to make it so that really maximum, you only need three sessions um, and a lot of clients only need one. It's pretty, yeah, quick. And yeah, and I always say, you know, there's nothing is a quick fix ever. You still have to put in the hard work by listening to the recording every day and, you know, praising yourself and, you know, telling yourself positive affirmations. But this is the closest thing 
to it because we really do get to the core of the issue in one to three sessions. Mm -hmm. And we did get to the core of a lot of things for me yesterday. And like, I'm happy to talk about that because I'm very open about my anxiety and how I've experienced lack of confidence in the past and how I still lack, lack confidence sometimes. And we touched on that a lot. And honestly, it helped so, so much because we went back to random times in my childhood and these are times that I haven't even thought about before really. And we just made connections to why those things may have made me feel anxious. And that might have caused me to feel anxious today. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's so incredible that you are so open about it because once you know someone is open, especially you with a platform, it enables everyone else to be more comfortable with being open and sharing their stories. And it just takes so much of the stigma away from mental health so I think Mm -hmm. that's you know so incredible that you're doing that and you did so great yesterday just making those connections Mm -hmm. um and getting to the core of the issue you did yeah you did really well oh thank you yeah no I think being open is really really good because I know it just allows you to get the help that you need as well if you're not open about the things you're suffering with how are you meant to get the help exactly and getting help is just the biggest sign of strength yeah I'm such a believer in that yes the biggest sign of strength so um now I want to get into doing some myth busting and just talking about some common misconceptions with hypnotherapy so we talked a little bit about it before and how people think that when you go into hypnosis the hypnotherapist can make you walk around like a chicken, which is so not true. But I did a bit of research and found some of like the common myths and misconceptions that people think. And I was wondering if you could tell us if they're true or not. Yes, absolutely. I would love to do that. All right. So first one, hypnosis is sleep. No, it's not sleep. It's a sleep of the nervous system. So yeah, you're completely relaxed and that's all it is. You're just, as you would have experienced yesterday, you're just in such a relaxed state. It's as if like, you know, when you're getting a massage and you're just so relaxed mm-hmm. um, or you just, or when you're daydreaming and you're just kind of out of it, it's that same feeling. If you're completely aware the whole time, you're just really relaxed. It's just like meditating kind of, isn't it? It's just very relaxed and very present. And when I opened my eyes, cause I had my eyes closed for it for like over an hour, I did feel like I had been asleep. My eyes were a bit sleepy and kind of heavy, but you're not actually asleep. I was aware the whole time. So the next one is a hypnotist can cure you in one session. Yeah, with rapid transformational therapy, I think that's true. I've had a lot of clients where we just have one session and they don't need another one because they're doing so great. I still find it uncomfortable to say, I can cure you in one session, but that's just something within me that I think I need to get more comfortable with because yeah, I've seen so many success stories and so many incredible results with my clients where they do only need one session for whatever issue they've come to me with because they're doing so well. And if you know they need one down the line, we can do that. But yeah, I, I think that's true. It's just a tool that you can use when you need it. I think that's the cool thing about it. Like you can just go to a hypnotherapist when you're struggling with a certain issue. Yeah. So the next one is you have to meet in person with the hypnotist to get hypnotized. Yeah, no, you don't. And that's what's been so incredible during COVID is that I've still been able to have sessions with clients over Zoom and it's just as effective. That's what we did. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like maybe you can say, but like, it's so nice to be in your own environment on your bed, Mm -hmm. you know, wherever's comfortable for you and you feel, you know, you can easily relax into that. I find it sometimes is actually more effective. The next one is hypnosis can retrieve lost memories. Yeah, it can. So that's, you know, what we do in hypnosis, whether they're lost or you just haven't thought about them for a while, 
we go back and, you know, revisit memories and scenes that have impacted you and have kind of developed into an issue. Whether you, in your conscious mind, know that they've affected you or not, or whether, you know, you've just kind of blocked it out, we do go back and visit memories. And it's important to say as well, for some people, they've had, you know, great trauma in their lives. And so going back and revisiting those memories can sound really daunting for people that have had trauma in their lives, but we really do, you know, dissociate from the memories. So we just look at them. And I always say, you're just looking at this memory as if you're watching it on a TV screen or a computer screen, you're watching it from a distance. So you don't have to go in and relive the memories. We're just watching them. Mm -hmm. So you don't have to relive and feel that trauma. Again, we just watch it and then change it. It honestly felt like that. I felt like I was just watching a scene from my life and it was really weird because like the things that came to me, I was really confused at first by them because they just didn't make sense. I was like, why is this thing coming to me? I haven't thought about this like since I was, I don't know, a child. So it's just random what comes to your mind first, isn't it? Yeah. And it's just whatever, you know, has impacted you and your subconscious mind. It's so powerful. Like your subconscious mind stores everything that has affected you and impacted you in a certain way. And so, you know, in the session, I say your mind already knows and it does. It already knows. So that's how those memories come up. Just when you're Mm. in that relaxed state, your subconscious mind just knows, you know, what's impacted you. I was thinking about it afterwards and I was thinking, you know, there's so many memories from my childhood, but there's only certain ones that I remember. And I feel like I remember them for a reason. And I remember them because they're attached with an emotion and a feeling. And that's obviously why they came up. Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's, you know, really clever of you to make that distinction because it doesn't have to be a huge event in your life. It just matters that you've attached meaning to it. So someone could say something to you when you're young and you take it out of context and you attach a meaning to it and then you take that with you for the rest of your life. Um, So it could be the smallest thing that you haven't thought about in such a long time and you forget that you actually attached a meaning and an emotion and a feeling to that memory. Mm. Yeah. So moving on to the next one, the misconception is you can't tell a lie under hypnosis. Hmm, You can absolutely tell a lie under hypnosis if you want to. I don't suggest it, but you definitely can. Um, I think people think that once you're in hypnosis, you're just suddenly going to tell like them all these truths, like things you don't even know yourself. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I can't make you say or do anything that you don't want to. So if, you know, something comes up and you don't want to talk about it or you don't want to, you know, tell the truth, I suppose, you don't have to. It would be good for your development, but you don't have to. I mean, I feel like I was tempted at first when the first kind of scene came to my head to like be like, oh no, I want to think of something else because this just doesn't make sense and I was like oh I'll just not lie but I'll just say something else but I was like no this is the only thing I can think of right now I think I'm just gonna say it even though it makes no sense why this is coming to my mind but it did make sense when we started talking about it exactly and I knew it's funny as soon as you said I don't think this makes sense but like or I don't think it has any meaning but I'm just I'll just say it anyways I just, I, I know instinctively it's going to, it's going to make sense and it's going to become apparent as we talk about it more that this yeah. has affected you in some way. Yeah. I know. The brain is so powerful. The next myth is that hypnosis is a form of superpower. I saw this one and I was like, that's so funny. But I think people get this idea just from stage shows and they see that like, you know, they're like, look into my eyes and then they're all, all of a sudden hypnotized. So I think people think that they must have a power if their eyes can hypnotize them. I think I've seen this one on Google before, but no, it's, it's not a superpower. It's, it's a method and it's science. So, you know, we get you into that REM state 
that um, brainwave, that alpha brainwave to then get you into, you know, such a relaxed state. So it's, it's science, it's a method. And everyone that does hypnotherapy has been taught a method. So they don't mm-hmm. just, you know, instinctively have it within them to be able to do it. It's something yeah. that's yeah, learned. There you go, guys. I feel like a lot of people think that, like they just think that it's a bit more like almost magic in a way. I feel like that's how it's portrayed in the movies. And I think a lot of people also associate spirituality to it as well. And so you yeah. can definitely be a spiritual person and practice hypnotherapy and have hypnotherapy, you know, done on you, but mm-hmm. it is at the end of the day, a method and it's science Mm -hmm. and yeah so it's not necessarily spiritual there you go and the next one is a hypnotist can control your mind (laughs) it would be super cool if I could do that but no (laughs) (laughs) no they can help retrain your mindset train your mindset change those belief systems um but it's really all about you and it's all about what work you're you know willing to put into it and your mind is so powerful so when we're in hypnosis I'm guiding you through it, but you're doing all the work and your really powerful mind is doing all the work. So yeah, no, I can't do that. <laughs> you wish. <laughs> okay. So the next one is not everyone can be hypnotized. Yeah. I think, I think everyone can be hypnotized. A lot of people come to me and say, I'm really quite highly strung. You know, I need to be in control all the time. So I don't think that I will be able to be hypnotized. And I've actually found that those people are the ones that have had the most success um, and the greatest results. I don't know what it is about it. Maybe, I don't know, it's because they just think that they're not going to be able to do it, that, I don't know, they just let go. I don't know what it is. Maybe because they've acknowledged that fact and they know that that's what they're like, so they make an effort to let go. Yeah, and I suppose they're kind of just like, well, what have I got to lose? And, you know, if there is someone that has been hypnotized and, you know, they found that they can't be hypnotized, it would just be then a process of doing a few recordings for them to get them to relax and to, you know, train their brain to relax. And then, you know, maybe they'd come in for another session and we would go into, you know, the actual issue. So I think at some point everyone can be hypnotized. It's just getting them into that mindset which is accessible for everyone to get into. Yeah, because I have heard that. People have said that you have to be open-minded in a way to be able to be hypnotized, but I wonder if it's just some people are just holding back and they're not letting those thoughts in because they're just trying to have control or something. I think you've really got to be at a point with any therapy, with psychology, with anything where you're really ready to make the changes. I found that, you know, within my own journey, it was only when I was just so fed up that I really, you know, sought out hypnotherapy and decided to, you know, like, I'm going to get better. I'm going to do the work. So I think that's with anything. You really have to be ready to make those changes. So the next one is you can be stuck in hypnosis forever. Mm, No, Um, it's really easy to get someone out of hypnosis as you would have experienced yesterday. It's really just a process of counting them out and then, you know, just letting them sort of come to, you know, their full awakeness at their own stage. Like you took, you know, a few moments to, you know, open your eyes. You could take a couple of minutes to really just get into that space where you're ready to do that. But no, definitely you can't be stuck in hypnosis. Okay. That's good then. And then the next one is you can be made to do things that you don't want to do. And this is kind of similar to the being able to control your mind. And that's, probably one of the biggest things that I do want to myth bust I suppose I definitely can't make you do anything that you don't want to do it's all up to you you're completely aware the whole time as I said so if you don't want to say something if you don't want to do something 
you just tell me, I don't want to say that. I don't want to do that. And that's completely okay. You are in control Mm. the whole time of the session. And if there's a scene or a memory that you don't want to talk about, you just say, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to talk about that. And then I'll just ask you, okay, how are you feeling in this scene? And then we can work Mm. from the feelings rather than the actual goings on in the scene. That's so interesting and good for people to know just because if they're scared of doing it, then, you know, that makes them feel a bit more comfortable. Definitely. I've had clients, you know, where a scene comes up and it's just too personal to talk about. You know, I'm essentially a stranger to you, so I completely understand if something would be too personal to talk about. And so we can just Mm. say yeah, how are you feeling in this scene? And we can work from there. And the last myth is that you won't have any memory of the hypnotherapy session afterwards. Do you have memory of yesterday? Yes. Yes, I remember all of it. So you'll remember the whole thing. Is a question that I asked you beforehand though, because I didn't know that. I thought that maybe I'd almost be in a trance and like words would just be coming out of my mouth without me even knowing. I think that's what a lot of people think. Like I honestly thought that I'd just be talking and I wouldn't be aware of what I was saying. Yeah, I would say like like half my clients will ask me that. Yeah. Um, and I suppose yeah. there is that big fear there of, you know, not remembering the session. Um, mm. But yeah, you definitely, you definitely do. So now let's get into talking about your journey journey with hypnotherapy. So how did that begin? I, you know, throughout my teenage years, uh, struggled with an eating disorder, sort of on and off for a while. It got, you know, quite bad there for a while. And I would be seeing a psychologist every week and actually went through about three psychologists just to find one that, you know, I really meshed with. And it was great. Like it was so good to talk to someone every week and they gave me some good coping mechanisms, which was good. But I just found that I never fully recovered. I would still, you know, always have those eating disordered thoughts there and then for some reason one of my mum's friends said to her because I think my mum my mum was having a really hard time with it as was my whole family you know it's like when one person's going through something in the family the whole family is going through it so my mum was confiding in a friend and she said well have you ever you know thought of hypnotherapy have you ever suggested that to Lily and so mum just kind of said it to me and for some reason I just immediately said yeah I'll try that I don't know what it was maybe I maybe I think I thought it was a quick fix um because I was really at that stage where I was like I want to get better I hate how I'm living at the moment I do want to get better I just didn't know how and so I went and saw a psychotherapist who specialized in hypnotherapy and so he practices a different form of hypnotherapy that I do And so I would go there every week for, you know, a fair while and we'd do a little bit of hypnosis and we'd do a little bit of psychotherapy. And so over the course of it, I found that that was the biggest thing to help me. It was so amazing. Um, You know, we really got to the core of it and really, you know, changed my belief systems about, you know, my body and how I feel towards myself and really just building up my self-confidence and my self-belief. And I just found that that was so impactful and so helpful. And then, yeah, so I was studying psychology and studying business and I just thought, I don't think I can, you know, practice something that didn't work for me. It works for, you know, lots of people, but I don't think I can make a career out of something that didn't work for me. And I always say that my eating disorder was the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It sucked so much, Mm -hmm. but it's the best thing that ever happened to me because... I knew the whole time I was like, this sucks, but one day I'm going to use this and I'm going to help people because I don't want anyone else to, you know, feel this way. And so once I found something that worked for me and something that not a lot of people really know about as an option for eating disorders for lots of, you know, different issues, um, I just thought I have to do this. I have to study this and I, you know, I have to. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. To help women. And yeah. I suppose that's how I came about hypnotherapy and RTT and just found my passion. Like my passion is helping women every day. If yeah. I could do that every single day of my life, I would be the happiest woman alive because it's the best feeling helping uncover what's holding women back because we have so much potential in us. There's so many incredible things we can do if we can just get rid of whatever is holding us back. That's my passion and I'm, I'm loving it. I'm so glad that that helped you and you found something that worked for you. I think that's the thing everyone's got to just find what works for them. How long did it take you to start to notice a difference from hypnotherapy? So from that method of hypnotherapy, it took me, I suppose, you know, a fair while, like maybe a yeah. year of doing it with him. And it was, yeah, it was a guy um, actually. And I never thought that I would mesh with a guy, particularly with an eating disorder. It was, you know, very a personal yeah. thing, but he was amazing. Mm. And so a lot of our sessions would just be, you know, therapy sessions, just talking. Yeah. And it was, you know, that was really great to go and do that. And then it was just hypnotherapy sort of some sessions. And so that was awesome. But I do look back and I think I wish I found RTT because it would have been so much quicker for me. But I suppose that was my journey. But yeah, it took um, a lot longer than probably it needed to. So with yes. rapid transformational therapy, as I said, it takes, you know, one to three sessions, which is pretty incredible. And there are a lot of types of hypnotherapy out there, like lots of different methods. So would you mind explaining what the different methods are? Yeah, definitely. So I suppose the, yeah, the form of hypnotherapy that I practice, rapid transformational therapy, is a very up and coming method. It was created by Marissa Pia and she's one of Brit leading psychologists and so she formed this method because you know she was doing it in her practices and she just formed all these different techniques in hypnosis and so she found them you know the most effective and then she just created this whole method to use those mm. you know most effective techniques but there is lots of different types of hypnotherapy out there as I said I saw someone that just did a little bit of psychotherapy a little bit of hypnotherapy and it was a slower process you know some people use hypnotherapy and they take maybe half an hour to get you into a hypnotic state. Whereas, you know, as you would know, we took about five minutes to get you into a hypnotic state. And it, it's the same state throughout the whole methods of hypnotherapy. But I suppose the end goal of all of them is just to find what's affected you, what's impacted yeah. you, 
and let's deal with that. The yeah. end goal of all forms of hypnotherapy is the same thing, except I suppose, you know, like stage hypnosis, which is really just a performance, which is so cool. But yeah, it's, it's very different. And that kind of leads me on to my next question, which is how did you train to be a hypnotherapist? And you said that you did a course over in the UK, obviously you did it virtually, right? Or did you? Yeah, so the course is online, but there was uh, sections of it where I had to go over to the UK to do it. Really? Well, yeah, but then COVID happened um, and I couldn't. So I essentially was going to go over there to graduate and I just had to tick off a few more things. And so I thought that I would, you know, have to wait until COVID ended until I could travel again to actually finish my degree. But they changed it so I could do it virtually, which is awesome. But yet with a school over in, uh, I think it's based in London, but it's all over the world now. So it's the Marissa Peer School of rapid transformational therapy and it's they just have lots of different trainers and you do it all online you can do it at your own pace which is awesome but I got it done you know relatively quickly because I just had the time to do that and I was really committed to it so it's all online and then we have webinars and virtual courses and everything like that but yeah Yeah. I was was so lucky to be able to do it online especially with COVID because I just wasn't going to be able to get over there (laughs) would you say that you need to like study anything like psychology as well or you can just do that course and that's it you can just do that course but yeah if you know you're interested in psychology and you want to do you know you want to be a psychologist who specializes in hypnotherapy or you know whatever it is that would help but I found this course to be so broad in everything that it teaches you Mm. and then you're able to specialize within that so I found that this is all I really need but I'm so open to learning all the time there was something that else that I wanted to learn or something else that I wanted to add to my business I would do that like I'm a meditation teacher as well um yeah so I definitely you know tell my clients about that and want to add that more into my business at some point but I suppose yeah those are my yeah my two things that I'm really interested in so now talk us through like what one of your hypnotherapy sessions is like with a client and what you do from start to finish I feel like you briefly touched on this but I don't know I'd love to know like the ins and the outs like how you get into hypnotherapy and things like that yeah definitely from when someone makes contact with me we have a call so it's about usually about a 30 minute call 20 minute call and in that call we go over everything that you want to get out of the session so you tell me exactly what your issue is and then you know how you want to be feeling and what you'd like to get rid of in your life and so when you come into the session I know exactly what you want so we don't have lots of talking at the start of the session we can just get straight into it because you know that's what Mm. what it's all about just getting straight into it and getting to the core of the issue Mm -hmm. and also before the session I get you to write like I said a small paragraph about exactly how you want to be feeling what you want to be doing Mm -hmm. what your life is going to look like without the issue and so I know already all of that before you come into the session and then so we can straight away get into a hypnotic state which is just a process of getting you into that REM state very simple and then from there we just go back and we visit some scenes some memories that have impacted you that have affected you and you don't need to think of these scenes before you come into the session when you're in that hypnotic state they will just come to you and then we just deal with those scenes so we change your whole perspective on them a lot of these scenes happen when you're a child so we see them from an adult's brain rather than a child's brain and there's lots of different tools and techniques we do there to change how you view those memories and to upgrade you know your belief systems to how you want to be feeling 
and then from there I create a recording for you and it's about a 15 minute recording you then listen to that for 21 days and I always say yeah like sort of 60 70 percent of the transformation happens within the session and then that you know 40 30 percent is with the recording and that's just really making those changes permanent and then yeah you really commit to listening to that for 21 days and then after the 21 days we check in to see how you're feeling I check in with you throughout the 21 days like I'm there for you the whole time but yeah after the 21 days we reassess see how you're feeling if you need another session we do that if you don't we don't and a lot of people so there's three ways that you'll see the transformation so you'll either see it immediately like I've had some clients come out of the session and be like well I notice these changes immediately. I feel so much different right now. Um, You'll see them gradually. So gradually these changes will start to happen in your life or you'll see them retroactively. And that's where you look back and you think, oh my gosh, yeah, all this happened, all this changed. Like you don't notice at the time, but you look back and you're like, you notice, you know, things that have changed and how you go about your life has changed. So it happens in, yeah, three different ways. And when you listen to the 21 day recording, do you go into like a hypnotic state when you listen to that? Or do you just like listen to it, say when you're in your car? Yeah. So you go into the hypnotic state. And so when I record, I record me talking you through getting into that hypnotic state. So I get you into that and then the recording is just all exactly how you want to be feeling. That's why that paragraph is so important because I just put all of that in your recording, how you want to be Mm. feeling. Um, And it's just filled with, you know, positive affirmations. And when you're in that hypnotic state, your mind just takes it in. I always say like lotion on dry skin, it just sinks in. And yeah, after the 21 days, it's just, you know, really changed those neural pathways and those belief systems. Yeah, I'll have to update you guys on the 21 day challenge and like tell you guys once I've finished how I feel because so far we're only one day in. So, (laughs) I mean, I already feel really good. So I'm really excited to see how we go after 21 days. But going back to talking about like the scenes, I just wanted to ask, how do you trust your instinct and like know what scene to talk about? Yeah. And I suppose that's just through communicating with me, just like you did yesterday. Like, I think you took a while, you know, and a scene came to you and you were kind of thinking about it. And so I just said, what are you um, seeing? You know, what's going on in your mind? And you said, I don't think it means anything. And then, you know, so that's just through communicating with me and me getting you to say, no, just tell me it and we'll go from there. And if it doesn't mean anything, that's okay. Mm. So I suppose it's, you know, just through communicating with me, we really get to view those scenes and talk about them. It is really hard to trust your instinct and to say something that you don't think is meaningful or has impacted you. But through saying it and then talking about it, it just becomes so apparent. I think that's where you need to be open-minded. It's just like you need to be open to whatever's in your mind and just trust that it's been placed in your mind for a reason. You might as well talk about it and just see where it, it leads you. And how do you get your client to regress back to being a child or like young again? Because that's something you did with me. And it was really interesting just to kind of imagine myself as my younger self because I don't really do that ever. Like I never think back to when I was young and how I felt and Yeah, it was really nice. It was quite comforting, but also a bit emotional. Yeah, a lot of people find that part of the session, you're going back to your younger self, like such a meaningful moment to do because it's really going back and telling that younger child, like, you are so loved, you are so enough and telling that child everything that it needed to hear at that Mm. time when it was so impressionable and developing all these beliefs. Mm. But I find that it's really just 
quite easy for clients to go back and visit their child self and conjure up an image of their child self because they're just so relaxed. And I suppose everyone has an image of, or at least a feeling or a sense of themselves as a child. Mm. Because you know, your child self never leaves you. You always have that playful child within you. So I think it's quite easy for people to go back and do that, but it can be a really emotional thing. It was a big reality check. I think that was the thing. When you did the bit that was at the end of the session where I had to imagine that like I was standing with my younger self and took her by the hand, walked her to the front door of the house I'm living in now and then walked upstairs, sat on my bed and just like was talking to her, telling her that she's loved. Like that just made me feel a bit emotional because I was just imagining my younger self looking at me now in awe and thinking, wow, like, you know, I should be proud of where I am and she would be really happy to be where she is. And it's just something that I would never think about. So it was really nice. And it was also really nice when you were saying all of these affirmations and things and getting me to repeat them after you because they were probably things that I wouldn't think to say. It's so important for you to say them, you know, to say them out loud. Like I say, I, and I always sound, you know, a bit loopy when I say this, but I rarely walk past a mirror without telling myself something nice you know if there's no one around like I don't want to look like a weirdo but like I'll say like you are enough just like some kind of positive affirmation because just looking at yourself and saying the words to yourself Mm -hmm. is so powerful and your mind believes this is one of the rules of the mind your mind believes whatever you tell it and so if you tell it you're not good enough that's how you're going to feel and that's going to become your reality but if you tell yourself Mm -hmm. every day I am enough I have phenomenal coping skills, lots of different affirmations that mean something to you. Your mind will take that in and it will slowly become your reality. So in hypnosis, especially saying those affirmations out loud is so important. And that's why I do get you to say them and repeat after me. Because it just sinks in that much more in hypnosis, doesn't it? Like you can listen to it just in your everyday life. But when you're in that REM state, that's when you really absorb all of this information and change. Is it the neural passages? Am I saying that right? (laughs) So when you're in that REM state, that really relaxed state, because your conscious thinking mind, the mind that could say or think, you know, after you say something positive, oh no, that's not true. That's not there. And so your mind just takes it in. It takes those, you know, positive affirmations in so much better Mm. than it would when you're just walking around in your car or whatever. Mm. Yeah. And so then once you've got to the root cause of why someone's feeling a certain way, how do you help them move on from that scene and retrain their mindset? I guess obviously the 21 day challenge is a big part of that, but also just repeating the affirmations and you were getting me to say things to people in a way that have affected me in the past. I don't have to elaborate, but you know, you got me to say stuff, which was kind of like closure. Yeah. And because when you do that in hypnosis, when you have a conversation with someone that has hurt you or impacted you in some way, it's just as powerful as talking to them right now in person, but without any negative effects from that. And, you know, I think we all wish that we could have said something to someone or we could have, you know, we think of what to say after and we're like, damn it. But Mm. you can say it and you can have that conversation with someone in hypnosis just by picturing them in front of you and saying everything that you want to say to them and just getting that off your chest. 
So that's a big part of, you know, what we do and one of the tools that we do in RTT to really get those things out of your body and out into the open. And it's just all about reframing how you see those memories. It's changing your perspective. Like I said, perspective is, you know, probably the biggest thing in life. If you see something as bad, it's going to be bad. But if you can see another side to it, and if you can train your brain to do that, your life is going to be so much better. And by Mm. changing your perspective on the things that have affected you the most and have caused the issue that you came to me with, it has just such a huge domino effect on the rest of your life and how you see everything that happens to you. And, you know, once you've done that, it's just, it radiates out of you. When you, you know, see someone that's just like really loving themselves and feeling so good about themselves, it just seems like good things happen to them. And that's because of, you know, what, how you're feeling and it's just going to come back to you. So hypnosis, we can really get you to that stage where you're just feeling so good. Yeah, it's honestly amazing. So now I want to talk about some transformations that you've seen. Obviously, you can't say your client's names, but I would love to hear some stories and how hypnotherapy has helped some of your clients. Definitely. I love talking about success stories. Um, It just makes me so happy. One of my most recent ones was really cool. It was awesome girl. She came to me with bulimia and she'd had it for a while. And, you know, it was really, you know, controlling her life. And she was, you know, quite similar to me, had seen um, multiple different therapists and nothing, you know, was really working for her. And then we had one session and we got to the core of it and we just changed how she views everything and how she feels about herself. We put some beliefs in there about how she feels so great about herself and she's doing so well. I chat to her a fair bit and just check in. She's past her 21 days now and she's feeling so good. She doesn't have those negative thoughts you know, towards food, towards her body, they've just gone. If things come up, if a thought or, you know, an anxious feeling comes up, she knows that she has phenomenal coping skills to deal with it. And so that's, yeah, that's been so amazing for me to see. And that's really all I've ever wanted to do. Like if I only helped her with that eating disorder, I would be so happy. But I'm so incredibly grateful that I can help more and more girls. And then another one, so I work with a range of different issues. I don't just work with eating disorders like you obviously didn't come to me with an eating disorder um I work with you know anxieties confidence self-esteem career motivation is a big one because I think that's so important Mm -hmm. for women to you know feel motivated towards their career and their passion Mm -hmm. and healthy relationships is a big one to attract a healthy relationship into your life whether that's friends, partners, whatever. And so one of my clients, I worked with her career motivation and she already knew what she wanted to do, but she just didn't have that feeling within her to take that step, to take the plunge to, you know, launching her business and launching her career. And after our session, she's killing it. She's so successful. Yeah, she's busy all the time. It's so awesome. So that's something else that I'm really proud of. And another client of mine, just to give you a range of different sort of issues, I suppose, we worked on healthy relationships and she had a really toxic relationship in her life at that time and she just couldn't kick it. And after our session, you know, things ended between them. She knows, you know, what she's worth and what she deserves. And yeah, so she she only has healthy relationships in her life now. So it's a broad range of things that I can help women with. But at the core of it, it's just knowing your worth. That's amazing. Have you ever had someone come to you who doesn't know what their issue is in a way? They go in just being like, I just want to do a hypnotherapy session, just see what comes up? Uh, No, I haven't had that. Only because I do kind of say like, you do need to come to me with something that you want to work on so that we can, you know, regress to scenes and we can work on that. 
But I suppose sometimes that falls within anxiety. They're like, I'm anxious, but I don't know why I'm anxious. And so we can definitely work with that when you don't know why it is that you're feeling that way. But I suppose, yeah, you do need to come with at least a feeling of how you're feeling. And how long do the sessions usually go for? I know we chatted for probably almost two hours. Yeah, I think it was probably nearly two hours. And usually sessions go from about an hour and a half to two hours. I've had ones that have gone longer. So I always say, make sure you don't have anything planned after the session because we might go a little bit over or you might not be able to relax fully into it if you know you've got something after the session that you need to get to. Yes. Um, but usually about two hours. It just depends, you know, how many scenes we go to, how, um, I suppose, deep the issue is. Because if it is mm. quite, you know, deeply ingrained in you, it'll take longer. Yes, but I'm, you know, always happy to spend as much time as it takes to get to the core of the issue because that's what it's all about. Oh, that's so nice. Nice. And you were saying also, like, if you're talking about something that's very emotional, you can feel quite emotionally drained afterwards. So it's probably nice to have some time afterwards and free time and not have to be anywhere as well. Yeah, you can feel quite drained um, after the session. Not in a bad way, but I suppose just in a way you feel like, uh, yeah, exhausted, like you've just... A weight's gone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you do feel lighter definitely after the session, but you do feel a little bit exhausted because emotionally you've gone through a lot in the last two hours of the session I always say like crying in hypnosis some people are really embarrassed to cry I love crying the best feeling honestly when I cry I'm like thank goodness yeah like it makes me feel better it's a physical release for something emotional and especially in hypnosis having that physical release is Mm -hmm. so powerful and it is really getting it out of your body so I always say, honestly, cry as much as you want to because it's just only going to have such positive mm. effects. And for someone who is interested in hypnotherapy but maybe can't afford it, so maybe someone who's young, who's interested in it but can't do it for some reason, do you have any tips or strategies for retraining your mindset at home? Yeah, definitely. And before I go into that, I'll just say I make my sessions really affordable for young girls because I do work with pretty much solely young women. And so... I do make it affordable for them and I do have a payment plan so you can pay over four weeks or whatever because I know that you know when I was a student and when I was you know struggling with money I had my parents to pay for me and I was so lucky that they paid for all my sessions but if I didn't have that I wouldn't have been able to get that help so I really do try and make it so affordable and so easy for women to pay but at home if you know if you don't have the means to do that my probably my biggest tip would be meditation getting into meditation that's one of the things that has had the biggest impact on me and you can do that for free you can sit at home you can download an app if that's you know what you want to do something like headspace is really great you know you Mm. can get those free guided meditations or just on youtube and just sit back close your eyes and you know listen to someone's voice the way i learned meditation was just sitting closing my eyes and following my breath and you start with five minutes and then you work up to 10, 15 minutes, wherever you feel comfortable. And, you know, a lot of people think that the aim of meditation is to get rid of all your thoughts. And I suppose if you're very enlightened, you can do that. But thoughts are always going to come up. And in meditation, it's so powerful to just 
watch the thoughts, place no judgment on them, whether it's a good or a bad thought, nothing. And then just bring your attention and your focus back to your breath and keep following your breath. And so that's probably, Mm. you know, the biggest thing that I would say for people that can't come and do a hypnotherapy session. And then also just positive affirmations. Every day in the morning when you're getting ready in front of the mirror, tell yourself positive things and say it as Mm. if it's happening. So say, I am enough. I am loved not I want to be enough, I want to be loved, because that just Mm. highlights the lack of it. And so once you say that, you know, I am these things, I am these things, your mind believes it and it becomes your reality. So I would say meditation, positive affirmations, that's a really great way to train your mind to live, you know, such a more mindful life and a more positive life. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I think meditation and affirmations can really help. But what I loved about hypnotherapy and your session is the fact that you did like an audio recording and it was affirmations, but it was so personalized to me. And I guess you don't get that from just affirmations that you can find on YouTube, even though they help a lot, but this is just that much more personal. So for me, I feel like you can't really put a price on that. I think especially if you need help, like you just can't put a price on getting help. And I suppose the thing about RTT, which I'm so proud that they've done because, you know, they could have trained us to have clients coming back every week because financially that's better for hypnotherapists to have clients coming back every week. But they've made it so that you only need to come one to three sessions. So you only need to pay that price one to three times. Whereas, you know, a lot of therapists and stuff, you have to go back every week and you're paying for it every time for a long period of time. So this Mm -hmm. is just, you know, a short amount of time to pay. So I think I'm really proud of that. But knowing that I can get to the core of it within one to three sessions, of course, I'm not going to make people come back, you know, multiple times. Exactly. Yeah. And for people who are interested in trying hypnotherapy and maybe booking in with you, how would they book in? Yeah. So I'm on Instagram. I do a lot of my stuff from Instagram because it's you know, just so prominent in these days, type in hypnosis by Lily and I'll be on there and you can message me and we can then have a call and book a session from there. I'm also on Facebook at hypnosis by Lily and my website will be hypnosisbylily.com.au and that will be up within hopefully the next week or two. Yeah. So you can find me there and yeah, we can always just, you know, arrange to have a call and have a chat and, you know, just messaging me doesn't mean that, you know, you're committing to a session. It's committing to just finding out more. Yes. Well, I'll link all of your socials in the show notes in case you guys want to go and check Lily out. But honestly, I can't recommend her enough. You're just such a beautiful person and just so lovely and made me feel so comfortable and yeah, you can tell that you're really passionate about what you do. So yeah, it's been so great to chat to you and have you on the podcast and just learn about hypnotherapy. And I hope you guys have learned something new and are maybe a bit more open-minded to giving it a try. Yeah. Thank you so much. I've really enjoyed this chat and you're such a beautiful girl. You're so clever and you're so, you know, onto it. So I think, you know, all your followers and all your listeners are really lucky to have you too. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for coming on again and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you so much. I hope you guys loved listening to today's episode. If you did, it would mean the world if you could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or share this episode with a friend or on your Instagram stories. This just really, really helps me out and supports the podcast. Also, if you want to see more from me, make sure to go and follow our Instagram, which is just the Inspired Mind Podcast. You can also check out my personal Instagram, which is Ella underscore Victoria with two A's. But I hope this episode inspired you guys and I'll chat to you in my next one. Bye. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.